0: It doesn't take time it takes willpower gavin you lack conviction
1: yeah i'd say that i don't want to get out of my bed
0: hello everyone and welcome back to the mls now podcast Today on the League's Cup Date, we're doing a brief round one recap. But before that, just a reminder, folks, you can follow the podcast on the MLS Now podcast. We're on Twitter. And again, I, I don't know what to call it yet. It's, is it X now, Gavin? And he, he's making an X. So we're, I don't know. It, it doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't like it. Whatever. I don't own the platform. We're on whatever that app is we're on threads we're on instagram you can follow me in all of those places mr danger russ and you can follow our lovely co-host gavin lion at lions blog one gavin
1: good morning good morning i'm out in my kitchen on my laptop so apologies if the audio quality is a little different um and I'm going to try and speak a little bit louder today, because last time I recorded out in the kitchen on my laptop, the audio quality was atrocious. And that was League's Cup Date number two.
0: Well, Gavin, we've come a long way since then, 48 whole hours. So I think, you know, it's worth saying Leaks Cup Date has been pretty good so far, and I, I think we really have to hand it to the fact that League's Cup itself has been good so far.
1: Sorry, I'm just trying to get off mute. Um, I've really enjoyed the competition, I surprisingly. So my first take, I guess, on, on it is I wasn't too excited leading into it. I don't know if you have the same feeling, but I just... I was like, yeah, okay, so we're going to watch some games. They're going to be interesting. MLS versus the MX. It's going to be cool to see how they do. But I wasn't, like, super up for it. It was just something that I felt was going to happen. And as the games started going, you know, you started watching the games. You started watching the highlights. You started watching the interest. And I got more and more interested, and literally I think by end of day two, I was like, okay, I'm really into this. And then yesterday, or at the end of day three, not yesterday, end of day three, I was like, okay, I'm really into this. So it's kind of um, slowly, it's been like a big hand slowly grabbing me and like yanking me by the collar. Uh, and now I am fully invested in this competition. I love it.
0: You know, I, I don't want to give t- too much credit too early, but I think they did finally maybe get something right on bringing in the new different ideas. I know sometimes we give them a lot of flack. Neither of us seem to agree on things like how they keep changing the playoffs. And, you know, I, they are trying different things. This one seems to have worked. So I think credit is due where credits due where it's due. Or I don't, I mean, I only my (laughs) my analogies aren't
1: working today. This is phenomenal. I mean, it is again six thirty in the morning. I will say, like, one are are you just saying like Leagues Cup being new as a whole, or like the new things within Leagues Cup, like the two points?
0: Yeah, yeah, just like just the this iteration of doing a tournament. Okay. And maybe it's the novelty of, you know, maybe maybe it is the novelty of when it's happening in the backdrop of the fact that, you know, Messi's here. There's been the long conversation of, like, oh, is USA finally catching up or surpassing Liga MX? What are some of, like, these rule changes going to do? It's groups of three, which, you know... I. I don't. I don't want to say that groups of three should succeed too much because otherwise, then FIFA is going to be like, "Oh, World Cup groups of three? Sure, why not?" And you know, we we love groups of four for World Cup. So
1: yeah, I think you've hit on a good point there when you were talking about maybe it's just the novelty of it all. Because you're right, we haven't really had a clear venue to compare Liga MX against MLS. And maybe just the novelty and the ability to compare the two leagues is why people like me are happy about it, right? But maybe if we're five years in, maybe it just feels like a, another cup competition. Maybe the novelty wears off, and it's just, oh, Cincinnati are playing against, I don't know, Puebla this year. That's who we got in our group stage. I think that's a good point. It very well could be the case.
0: You know, Gavin, I think there's probably more that we can have to this conversation, but there are a few other topics that I know we wanted to cover today. So I do want to move us on. And I want to talk about something that you kind of tweeted out last night. And that is just a brief dialogue about the refereeing going on in League's Cup. And you discovered something very interesting. And I'm not going to take any of your thunder. I'm going to let you have this entire entire topic to talk well, about uh, what
1: you found. We should have a discussion. That's what I would like to do. Well, so you, I've,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here to discuss. But I, I want you to lead this one, Gavin.
1: Okay, well, I found um, while well, doing some... Russell and I were on the phone for like an hour yesterday, just chatting, uh, as friends do. And I found that the ref, the center refs. Haven't been, don't have a high volume of appearances as center refs in the last 12 months. So a lot of them are like Concacaf referees, which makes sense. Um, so they'll ref like under 20 games or like under 20 international games, or they're center ref for, like, sorry to say it, lower tier international games, like between two lower tier teams that like no one cares about, unfortunately, Um, except for those fans. So they don't really have a high volume of appearances as center refs at all, other than those games here and there. Then they have a higher volume of being a fourth referee, so, based on finding that, it's clear to me that League's Cup is being used to build some experience for referees. Uh, I, I, it, almost every single ref I searched, and I looked, not just on one website, but I looked at various different websites, didn't have a, a vast amount of experience. I'm sure when... Okay, my cat is scratching a chair. So background league podcast, episode six, (laughs) you know, I'm sure as we get into the later rounds, as we get into the final, there's going to be more experienced referee there, but um, at least these early stages are being used as an experience builder. And I think that's interesting. And personally, my, my personal take on it. I don't mind that referees have to get experience somewhere. I get there's money on the line and whatnot, But there's money on the line all the time. So if it's not going to be in MLS because of of Pro, and it's not going to be in Liga MX because they have their own referee situation, why not use this venue that's available to give referees an opportunity to gain much-needed experience? I, I, I think it's a fine decision, and... I don't
0: have a problem with it. Yeah, I'd I'd say that at some level, right, you're going to have to experience a referee having their first or, you know, first couple matches at high pressure, many eyes on them, very heavily analyzed sort of scenario. That's just a fact like it will have to happen at some point if you want to a continue to have a stable supply of trained referees and b if you want to expand the number of referees because there's more and more and more competitions and there's a higher demand for the number of people who can actually ref that level of competition. I mean, you can't just have the same 20 people who are flying all over the place nonstop every three days to go ref these competitions it's not sustainable it's not feasible so yeah i mean it's it's good that they do this now because we are still in early phase we're still at a ramp up point for when the demand for referees is it it hasn't peaked yet so
1: it's just like it's just like anything else right people make jokes about Oh, these companies want 10 years of experience for entry level positions. Well, where do you get that experience? A center referee in MLS needs to have a certain level within the referee tier. They need to have certain certifications, I'm sure. They need to have certain number of games under their belt. And how do they get those games? Where do they get them if they can't get them in MLS? They do them in MLS Next Pro, um, MLS Next, um, probably college games, stuff like that, USL. So this is just another venue. This is just another venue to do that.
0: Gavin, I'm glad you went and researched this. I really am because I, I didn't have any sort of idea or narrative on this. I was just like oh, the refereeing has been very inconsistent. I'm not so sure about this. I don't know where they found these refs. And like, honestly, this, it it explains a lot. Like I, I feel like to a certain extent, I don't want to say my, I don't want to say my tolerance for the refereeing will be impacted by this significantly, but it will be impacted by it. At some level, I'm going to at least have, you know, an understanding of, well, look, these aren't guys who are out to get people. These are, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of refs who are relatively new, all things considered. I mean, they don't have hundreds of appearances.
1: I mean, yeah, uh, it just puts some context around what we end up seeing. I'm still upset yeah. about the penalty given against Orlando City, but some context there.' He's right. a newer ref. the The way I found it was basically just I've thought of all the controversial calls. And then I just was like, I've never heard of this guy before. Is he a consistent ref? And then when you go and look at the data, he's a newer ref. So, yeah. Just
0: some context. There we go. That's all. I appreciate the context, Gavin. I want to go completely out of context now. I want to talk about some of our favorite matches from round one. Yeah, let's do it. So you and I kind of briefly discussed just all different possibilities. So I love how my the title for this, right, favorite matches and then we have like a list. <laughs> like completely <laughs> negating. Yeah, completely negating the concept of what a favorite is. But I I think they are all contenders for matches that are they would be well worth the second rewatch. So or even a third rewatch or a, well, a rewatch, right? A rewatch is already a second watching a, a Second rewatch I, is a third I, I,
1: I, I think a second watch yeah. is enough. Maybe not a third
0: person. A second, you know what? Some of these are classics now, Gavin. It's mandatory watching on a yearly basis.
1: What's been our favorite matches that we talked about?
0: Thank you for steering me back in the right direction, Gavin. <laughs> so I think maybe it's worth starting off with Cincinnati versus SKC. It's just a drama-filled match. You had phenomenal storylines in there. You had a team that was undefeated at home this year that went down two goals very early. A straight red card that shifts the momentum. SKC battles back. Sorry, SKC, Cincinnati battles back to go 2-2. SKC gets a fairly late goal and then bunkers and holds on, and Cincinnati's pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing, looking for that goal. And they equalize off a handball penalty, which is what sent them behind in what it was probably the last 10 seconds of the match. Yeah. that's got It's got everything you want in it.
1: it, it well, yeah, it did. Plus the red card. I don't know if you said that or not, but the red card plays a factor as well. Obviously, Polito just loses his marbles and headbutt the dude. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- that was a very fun match uh, to watch from a neutral perspective as well. Yep. Probably not as fun from a Cincinnati perspective. Oh, the it was, end was not fun, fun at all. It, I'm sure it was <laughs> grueling from Cincinnati. And since Sporting KC, it was fun for a little bit, and then it was grueling because they were holding on. Um, but from the neutral, loved every second of it.
0: Yeah. I think also we talked about Real Salt Lake versus Seattle. And I think this is worth bringing up because, honestly, amazing performance by RSL. Just complete in nature. It highlights exactly what they were missing before Chicho.
1: Yeah, they were missing Chicho, absolutely. But, I mean... The team's just gotten better overall. I don't think it's just Chicho; like the 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 system has improved. Um, so I don't think it it's all down to that one player. But he completes the already great system because he's the one putting the ball in the back of the net or contributing to the ball getting to the back of the net. Uh, from the for the game itself, I agree. It was this is I think this is one I put in. It was just. It was just such an enjoyable viewing experience. 13 shots from RSL in the first half, like you said on the the last episode. It's just insane. It really is just insane. It was just attack-minded soccer. And it really isn't just like the game was crazy. It was just all RSL was enjoyable to watch. That was what made this game one of the favorite games just the, the pure way that they dominated this game.
0: Yeah, and I think if we want to talk about dominating a game, we of course have to include Minnesota versus Puebla. You and I said this might have been the best Loons performance of 2023, and I would be hard-pressed, Gavin, to think of a better performance from them maybe ever, that I've watched. This was, it, it, it was just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know what they ate or
0: took. Their Wheaties, the Gavin. They ate their Wheaties.
1: <laughs> the morning of, but they were insane in this match. Yeah. Um, this one is just purely got to be a favorite match down to the going down a man. Yeah,
0: and and then scoring three more goals.
1: winning four. (laughs) Yeah, scoring three more goals, winning 4-0. The goals were, I mean, Reynoso's free kick, like I said, out of this world. Absolutely insane idea to try and pull that off and then pulls it off. Uh, Shoot, Longwane's first goal was very good. I know he slips, but the slip definitely helps and it just makes it more aesthetically pleasing. And he just smashes it bottom left corner. I mean... Title of the episode, Lethal Loons. They were lethal. Every single good chance they had, they took. Um, But even in saying that, that's not even true because Timu Puki should have had two goals on the night as well. Should have been 6-0. So really, really entertaining, attacking, counter-attacking, attacking attacking soccer from uh, Minnesota. And Puebla just couldn't score, couldn't attack, couldn't do anything. So really fun match.
0: And the last one. Worth bringing up, Gavin. Surely, most people must be thinking it. Vancouver versus Lyon, nineteen rounds of PKs ending sixteen fifteen. The presumably the heartbreak for Vancouver when their players had a chance to win, hit the post, had a chance to stay in it, hit the post. Like the post was their, <laughs> it was their worst enemy for this after, match and after being 2-0. Yeah, uh, so
1: all of this
0: just to have Leon take the two points.
1: Yeah, disappointing, but again from, from disappointing from a Vancouver perspective, from a neutral perspective, entertaining.
0: Right. And I mean that that ending, the PKs were almost as long as a half anyways.
1: I did not see the PKs. I saw bits and pieces of the match, but I did not see the PKs. I heard about them post-hoc.
0: Yeah, you would be insane to try and watch those PKs normally. (laughs) Because I, I think that match ended at like 1.15, 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's too late for me. Yeah. All right, well, Gavin, a few other few other bests a few other favorites right i want to talk about the best moment or at least our favorite moments well, maybe yeah but, maybe before we hit the obvious one i think i want to bring up uh reynoso's free kick that was phenomenal i mean that's the type of thing that gets you out of your seat you're like oh my gosh
1: yeah that was an insane moment the right re- uh, I was, again, at a friend's house that night. I had the game on, and he hit that, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And everyone's like, what? And I'm like, look at that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, out of your seat is a good way to describe that goal.
0: Yeah. And
1: then, look,
0: I people might not know this, but, uh, you know, there was a, a debut of a player in the Inter-Miami match. I think it it drew a little bit of attention. You might have seen some news articles about it. That's a pretty special moment. I I think that's probably worth a favorite, right? Uh, Mr. Lionel Messi.
1: I think a Messi 94th minute free kick. Uh, I think that's one of the better moments of the first round, in my opinion. Yes.
0: Right. And the, the free kick is really good. There could probably be an argument that just on... On the goal itself, on just the shot worth, Reynoso's free kick might be better. But in terms of what the moment means, where the match was, the fact that this was to win the match, the last possible you know, moment that Miami could have won this to avoid PKs. The romance of it being Messi's debut...
1: hands down the yeah it's it's special that's a good way to to um describe it hands down the best moment of the first round I, i don't think there's there's much uh in that race
0: right i this was a short list it was easy for us to come up with all right gavin i do want to wrap up on one sort of fun topic who had the worst performance of round one?
1: The worst performance. I think it has to go to Puebla losing four, zero with a man advantage uh, for most of the game is pretty bad. Um, Puebla, and then who are you thinking?
0: I think a a good runner up might be Seattle. I mean, Seattle did not look convincing in any way, shape, or form. They looked like a team against RSL that is about to go sit for a month.
1: I know some people may be saying Austin. I. I don't agree with that but I, I know the the um the takes were flying when Austin lost the 3-1 against Mazatlan who is one of the worst teams in Liga MX I am reliably informed. So but, but, but they did have they did create chances they just didn't take them. I wouldn't call that the worst performance. I I do think Puebla and That's Seattle. a standard
0: performance for them. They've been doing that all season yeah they've been creating chances and not taking them it's just in some games they were able to get by with that and in this one they did not and that's no different than the season
1: yeah new england had a poor performance as well but still should have won um so yeah i'm gonna go with i'm definitely gonna go with puebla and seattle i think that's a fair answer
0: it's a, a dubious award to be awarded, but we have awarded it. Gavin, I, I think we're gonna we're gonna try and wrap that up here. We're gonna try and keep our cup date episodes pretty short. Do you have any closing thoughts before we call it a day and prepare ourselves for another three match days?
1: Um I don't have any closing thoughts on what we've talked about. I guess can we look ahead really, really quickly to round two? Anything we're excited to see? I guess I'm excited to see LA Galaxy versus Lyon, but that's been delayed,
0: correctly. right Yep, agree. Club America plays in this set of match days. I have to look up exactly who they play against. Chivas St. Louis plays
1: oh. against St. Louis. You reliably could... informed me yesterday. That
0: could be a very good one. Good job, me. Yesterday. <laughs> I would say if you're a fan of Chivas, Chivas versus FC Cincinnati is on Thursday.
1: Yeah, yep. Monterey versus RSL.
0: It's a shame that it's not being held at Monterey.
1: Yeah, it is. Let's see. What else could be an interesting match? I think that's kind of it. I'm sure there'll be good ones sprinkled in between there. Yeah, I am. Union I am versus Katataro. So yeah, some good games coming up over the next three days. And tonight, you are getting tonight's being Tuesday, Miami versus Atlanta, Santos Laguna versus Houston at eight thirty, Miami versus Atlanta seven thirty, Dallas versus Nik- Nakasha, Mazatlán versus FC Juárez at nine thirty. I think that's our first All Liga MX clash, Mazatlán yeah, versus Juárez. So that might be a good one to tune into. Yeah. And then Galaxy versus Leon. Oh, that got. Um,
0: that got canceled. Well, postponed.
1: postponed. Yeah. So, only four matches tonight. First one at 7:30, last one starting at 9:30. Nope. Yep. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, Gavin, enjoy the games tonight. Listeners enjoy the games tonight. You'll hear from us tomorrow and Gavin, till tomorrow.
1: Till tomorrow. Thanks guys.